sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Uh, tonight, we are joined by close friend of the show, personal buddy and extraordinary talent in the field of uh, marketing and event promotion, Mr. Matthew Reed, Matthew, welcome back to Drinking the Style. Thank you so much for having me back. Don't you love that? Do you, does that go through your head? My <laughs> idea is to literally condition you in a Pavlovian sense to introduce yourself that way. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we we'll keep that under our advice. We'll keep working on it. Our master of spirits this week is Dan Newkirk, representing Mercy Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Dan, it's been a couple of weeks. How have you been? I'm good. And thank you for not calling me a mixologist today. Yeah, you're very welcome. See, I listen. How do you like the new title? Uh, You know what? We're killing it here. Yeah, you're you're killing it over He's liking it. He's like master of spirits. Yeah, it sounds official. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great. I'm really good at titles. It's good. I am. I am. I'm really proud of that. So anyway, so yeah, that's going to be it from now on. And I'm going to be really pleased someday when I see that on your card. <laughs> yeah. Master of spirits. And every time you hand a card out, you got to pay me two cents. Heard. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great today. It's going to go great. <laughs> All right, man. What is the anesthetic that's on cue today? What are you mixing? So today we're going to be doing the uh, Oaxacan. Uh, we just launched our new menu last Friday uh, at Mercy Bar and Dining Room on 901 Hennepin Avenue South. Last plug. No, no, no. You're going to get another one in the end. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's for me, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we have our house barrel of uh, Herdura Double Reposado. Um, and Double Reposado is similar to a tequila, but it is aged in an oak barrel and not necessarily from the agave plant, but it's got tequila-esque stuff to it, right? Oh, no. It's 100% blue agave. There's nothing oh, but tequila in this bad boy. Oh, sweet. Never uh, mind. I, I don't drink this so, sorry. That's going to be bleeped, isn't it? <laughs> Anyways, so we went down to Amatatan, uh, which is where the hacienda is, and we got to pick out uh, a barrel that we that we liked. So us in Pajarito are the only uh, only restaurants in the state of Minnesota that have their own their own barrel. But theirs is different than ours because we pick separately. Okay. So, and I got to tell listeners out there, we, as is tradition, had a little little taste, a little primer before the show started, and this. Stuff is amazing. I mean, it is absolutely delicious. I like, you know, Revel we were talking about does a good reposado. I'm not in love with it, but this stuff is is absolutely top notch. Okay, so that is going to be the basis of the Oaxacan? Yep. Okay. So we're, it's uh, basically it's a tequila mezcal old fashioned. So we have all the notes that we're tasting in the Herradura. The the mezcal uh, symbol Vita is very common around the cities. Uh, it's very vanilla forward. So with that in mind, I went ahead and I made a cocoa nib tincture because uh, the chocolate and the vanilla love each other very 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 much, and you're gonna you're gonna feel that when you in the drink. And then agave is my sugar source, uh, lemon forward. Because mm-hmm. um, why wouldn't you put agave with agave? Yeah, absolutely. And you were saying down when you went and you checked out the distillery, they had lemon trees. Lemon trees all over the hacienda. It was so sexy. That is awesome. Man. That is yeah, the lemon is an underappreciated fruit. Yeah, and it's also you know, th- thanks to our buddy Trump, uh, avocados and limes are going to become very expensive and hard to get. So I went really lemon forward on my entire uh, cocktail menu. With I'm that in mind, I'm sorry, our buddy who? I'm not familiar <laughs> with that name. Yeah, no, I, I, got I don't. I don't even. I don't even observe the number forty-five anymore. <laughs> I, I go directly from forty-four. To 46. It makes addition really hard, but next. (laughs) All right, Brad, why don't you hit us with some mixing music? Dan Newkirk, why don't you tell us how we put this thing together? Uh, So, equal parts. It's going to be one ounce tequila, one ounce Vita, uh, which is the mezcal, a quarter ounce of our lemon agave, uh, and I'm going to put in the half of eyedropper of cocoa nib. Lemon expression over the top. I'm just going to get fancy because I want to bust out the the blowtorch as well. All right. Fantastic. And by the way, so cocoa nib tincture? Tincture. Tincture. Basically, it's it's Everclear. It's a a high-proof nutrient spirit. You can put anything in it. You can put Parmesan cheese in this bad boy if you really wanted to. (laughs) Oh, my God. That sounds fantastic. It's it's really good. It's really good in a Bloody Bloody Mary. But this, uh, it tastes like liquid chocolate. 
Oh my God! I I don't know. I'm stuck on 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 Parmesan cheese flavored Everclear. <laughs> I, I just figured that cheese would win over the crowd. So you know, I am full of Wisconsin. You guys are going to have to tune into next week's show because I have a feeling something really interesting is going to happen. <laughs> All right. So now you're adding the Vita. The Vita. Thank you. Oh, by the way, just a sidebar while I'm doing this. Um, are we going to vape alcohol next week? Are we? Are you going to bring it? I mean, I have it in my house on my home bar. Yes. That's my bar card. Oh, my God. Well, no. Actually, we're not. Next week is an ASID designer. Two weeks. Uh, so, yeah. So, in two weeks. Two weeks. But I'm a big fan of ASID designers, but I'm not sure that's the right time to necessarily vape alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a program people are going to want to log into because that's, that's a cool, cool concept. All right. You've got the, uh, the tincture. Tincture. T-I-N-C-T-U-R-E. I've never heard that word tincture. before. Tincture. Tincture. Yeah. Everybody started messing around with marijuana tinctures in the beginning. Um, you, you, soak, you, you soak marijuana in a high-proof spirit and then under the tongue, straight to the bloodstream. Same concept as the vaporizing of booze. Oh. You're welcome. Is this going to eliminate... Is boofing next? Is this going to eliminate my ability to, uh, to be on the Supreme Court? Says you. <laughs> no. Actually, it's not. <laughs> if someone could be president... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got it. Our our Waka version, old fashioned Oaxacan. Oaxacan. See, yeah, old fashioned. It's like you got something in your throat, or like what happened? Oaxacan. What happened? Oaxacan. It sounds almost Jewish. Hey, you want a Oaxacan? All right, and it's mixed together, and we're going to garnish this with a little bit of lemon. Is that correct? Yeah, and a little bit of flair, and a little bit of flair. I like that. That's. Uh, yeah, if the uh, show abruptly ends, <laughs> we're going to know exactly what happened. Refer to the Facebook stream. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, as an aside, if anyone's ever interested, we do record this program on Tuesdays because none of us are ready for actual live radio. So feel free to tune in. We do Facebook live stream. You can see in between segments and, uh, you know, everything else, which is kind of fun. I'm doing this like such a rookie today. Look at that. No, you are just solving problems. Well, like the last time when I chipped with my ice with my wine key yep. on the uh, refrigerator. We've had a couple of, we had a little bit of a rough start. We were doing, we MacGyvered up some. We, we uh, made s*** what's going on. And that's how we, how we do it. And we've got the uh, flame coming out. The burning torch. That was a, the rage for a while in the late 90s. Everybody was doing oh, their own creme brulee the with night. the uh, torch. Or just a shot of wild turkey. <laughs> Some of us live different lives, Matthew. <laughs> All right, and you are releasing the uh, oils from the lemon zest. I'm just getting them, getting them warmed up right now. Uh, now I'm going to release them. This, oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, this bit. is going to smell fantastic. Matt McNeil is actually going to be happy when he comes in after this program. We, uh, seem to have, <laughs> we have an extra cocktail over here. All right. We are going to take a quick break after we have this cocktail already, folks. This is going to be absolutely delicious. When we come back, we're talking with Matthew. Galice, read about upcoming Minneapolis events. And the sunlight hurts my eyes. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. humans, this is me, Ellie Krug with LA 2.0 Radio. Newsflash about my show. It's now an hour long, running from 7 to 8 a.m. every Monday. The longer time slot will allow for interviews of idealists doing important work in the world. 
Ellie 2.0 Radio. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. My show, it's engaging and real, and it's on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. This is Chad, owner of AM 950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts, Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Drink in the style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and you're listening to the progressive voice of Minnesota here on AM 950 while we are enjoying a Oaxaca. Oaxacan. Old fashioned. Well, I like that. We'll just partner. Yep. Oaxacan. Old fashioned. I'm not going to keep finishing your sentences. I think you should. All right, well, think I about mean, it. Because we're going to be going through a bunch of these in the show, <laughs> so there's no chance at all that this is going to get better. <laughs> This is no. This is a, a an absolutely fantastic drink. In between, uh, during the break, rather, uh, we were talking about the fact that it's the type of thing that I mean, I've never tasted a cocktail like this, and I would need a bartender, an aggressive bartender, a master of spirits, if you will, who can persuade me to try that. Well, others to try this. I would try just about anything. But folks, if anybody goes out to Mercy uh, or Mill Valley... Mill Valley is not going to have it, but we'll have the capability of making it. All right. So uh, go to Mercy where it's easier. Otherwise, you may confuse the good folks at Mill Valley Kitchen. Uh, But go to Mercy downtown and ask for the Oaxacan Old Fashioned because, oh my God, this is absolutely delicious. Do you agree, Matthew? Oh my God, that's fantastic. Yeah. No question about it. All right. Let's get into the meat of the situation. Matthew, mm-hmm. you do marketing and event promotion for the W and the Meridian. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a good deal of uh, or spend a good deal of time talking about uh, what's coming up and, and events on the horizon this mm-hmm. spring, this summer. But before we do, Lord help us, we're going to go <laughs> a little bit into the psyche of Matthew Galvis Reed. And I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Ready? What would you say has been your favorite event to date? Mm. Uh, well, a lot of people, when I guess asked that question, they would either go to what was my biggest event, what was my most attended event, or my more intimate event. It, for me, it's my first event that oh, I've ever did. Oh, that's warm. That's uh, sweet. What was the event? It was uh, what she said over at W Minneapolis Fauché. Okay. So it's kind of like what we'll be talking about a little bit later with another one, but it's part of our speaker series over at W. Okay. And it really promotes uh, the feminine community, um, prominent women in Minneapolis, how they got there, what it means to them, how were the disadvantages it was just being female and getting to the top. Interesting. So, what did you like about the event? What, what is it, or is it just I, it the was, first? It was just my. It was not. I loved the event because it was really. I was really able to learn a lot about how to produce something in Minneapolis. Okay. Because I produced events throughout the country, but it's like this is Minneapolis is a different flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, um, really getting to know the community, getting to know what is going to basically like cater to your audience, what's really going to happen, and what's really going to make it work here. And from there on, it was like that was like the first 
skip of the stone. That was it. That was yeah. the, that was the bump. That was the free bump that got you hooked. Absolutely. And doing this type of thing. Yeah. How many people were there? Um, we had about 350 attendees. Oh, wow. Attendees. So it was a big event it, to begin with. Hey, yeah, yeah, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, it's a big event. It's a little furniture store. I'm a humble shopkeep. 350 people, that's to take yeah. care of is a lot to me. Yeah. So it was a speaker series. People were just, you know, they were really, and the engagement in the Q&A section at the end was like, they really, really wanted to get to the, the heart of the topic. So What was the fantastic. worst thing that happened? <laughs> I had to walk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> really? You don't strike me as somebody who'd be afraid of the spotlight. For my first I can event, see you sashay yeah. onto the stage. I do now. Okay. <laughs> what about what about events that have not been held? If you could dig deep and decide what event you could bring to Minneapolis that you could run or was brought to Minneapolis that you could run, what would you love to do? I would love to have a giant music festival here in Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis has got a really great um, music scene mm-hmm. from a lot of undiscovered artists. I mean, we've got the, the big ones like Prince and Judy Garland and uh, Bob Dylan, but mm-hmm. it's like the, the the raw talent that's that's here in Minneapolis is I think that we need to have a giant festival, like downtown. That's actually kind of cool. That's mm-hmm. totally – I mean, you've got the Basilica Block Party, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that's different. That is, you know, certain headliners and, and people. You're exactly. talking about a Minneapolis-based local – Lollapalooza. That's awesome. Minapalooza? Mila, Mila. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> gonna work with it. Fred, you got an idea? What do you got? Minapalooza. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, what about Minipooza? Minipooza. Minipooza. <laughs> Minipooza. That sounds like something different. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of confusion, but uh, it was success in the end. No, that's a really great idea. That's a really great idea. One of us should know some major promotion people who could pull this type of nonsense off i don't know maybe w hotels enter <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool right on nicolette or something mm-hmm. and uh or hennepin that'd be right. i mean they're already showing us up with what's going on with um the super bowl last year and then the final four this year where they're able to put stages on both ends and there's really have great music sense but there's they're like block off three blocks and that would be so cool. Yeah. That's the type of thing that would really bring a lot of a lot of attention to Minneapolis mm-hmm. and really highlight the fact that at the strange dichotomies that we were really I use conservative as in small c, con- conservative city. It's a very it's a Nordic. It's a very, you know, res- re- restrained city. Mm-hmm. But boy, do we have creativity out the wazoo. Absolutely. As they would call it. I mean, you know, we focus a lot on the art stuff and we're talking a lot about local artists and everybody knows I've had, you know, some great artists on the show and continue to do so. But the musicians are also fabulous. I mean, it's also art. I mean, you have to touch on all of your senses, so. That's, that's awesome. The Minneapolis sound. What do you think the Minneapolis sound would sound like? It's whiny. Passive <laughs> <laughs> <Passive> aggressive. <laughs> Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I ain't scared either. Drinking the Style was a really popular show, but then Dan Nurk. <laughs> Everything went down in a blaze of glory and walk in old fashions. Oh, that's awesome. All right, I love that. I think that's absolutely a, a, a great type of thing. But let's talk about some of the events that we have going on in Minneapolis that are real and tangible. Well... All right, we're going to start with this one. All right, I'll break it down. I know you got a bunch of stuff. Don't worry, I'm not going to overwhelm you on what's okay. happening. Let's start with the gallery. You oh. know I love the, the gallery. gallery. The gallery at uh, La Meridian Chambers was also, you know, right next door to Mercy. Working in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. um, we have on the 17th of this month, we are um, having a new art exhibit. Um, Leslie Barlow. Mm-hmm. Leslie is a fantastic artist um she like really is diving deep within herself and displaying some raw and enigmatic parts of her life which is like her family um she's using a collision of different mediums with like painting and photography and some quilting and it's really trying to blur the lines of normal family and cultural dynamics so it's 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 it's, a, it's it's kind of like an experience, okay. Like looking at her artwork, than it is just kind of like, oh, that's fantastic paint. But which is something? Mm-hmm. Are, are the art girls curating this? They are. Oh, that's wonderful. They are. I love them, Holly and uh, and Kelly. Great friends of the show. Great mm-hmm. people in general. And Kelly likes uh, Tom Brady, but other than that, she's generally <laughs> she's pretty quality. Wrong. So this is like a <laughs> this is like a this is a mixed media 
uh, collection of art, and this Correct. is the 17th of April. So this Correct. is this is coming right up, mm-hmm. just around the corner. Just in a couple of days, right? Cocktails provided. Cocktails. Excellent. Um, all night long. Um, well, wine, of course. You know, I'm a white wine kind of guy, so I'm like unlimited white wine. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and is that open to the public in it general? Is. It's open to the public, 7 to 10. 7 to 10. And when you uh, go down there, of course, it's directly uh, attached to, to Mercy. You can try the Oaxacan. You could grab a drink and take it to the gallery. Oh, absolutely. You can, which I've done many, many times <laughs> as I disappear. All right, awesome. We're going to take another quick break, uh, but when we come back, we are talking about some fashion stuff, some more art, some more cool things going on in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture. A single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio. News flash about my show. It's now an hour long, running from 7 to 8 a.m. every Monday. The longer time slot will allow for interviews of idealists doing important work in the world. Ellie 2.0 Radio. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. My show, it's engaging and real, and it's on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club is delighted to offer its spacious facilities for your private function. From weddings, retirement parties, business dinners, or any special occasion, Crooner's combines a dedicated, full-service special events team, an award-winning chef, and a beautiful lakeside ambiance to make your event a resounding success. Visit croonersloungemn.com to learn more about their private dining options, or call 763-571-9020 to get a quote for your next event today. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 30. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 53 and a low around 38. Tuesday, partly sunny with a high near 61 and a low around 43. And Wednesday, a high of 55 and a low of 41. EatLocalMinnesota.com's Restaurant of the Week is Milda's Cafe. This unique local restaurant offers one-of-a-kind hot dish specials every day and authentic finished pasties on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Located at 1720 Glenwood Avenue in Minneapolis, just east of Penn. Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, indisputably the coolest furniture showroom in Minneapolis. We're talking this evening with Matthew Gellaby-Sreed, marketing uh, uh, expert 
event promotion maven. I don't know. Is maven a good word these days? I don't know. At the W Hotel uh, and the Meridian and uh, ultimate knower of goings on in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Is that a title you're comfortable with? Sure. Ultimate knower of goings on. <laughs> that is. Just go ask the knower. <laughs> that's actually a really good title. I like that a lot. All right. Welcome back, Matthew. Welcome back, Dan. Chiming in with probably off-colored comments as we come through, which is what I love about you, brother. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm not going to hold back. Single-handedly keeping the FCC afloat with fines and other problems. (laughs) All right, Matthew. Minsta Fashion is right around the corner. Yes, sir. Tell us everything we need to know, starting with... What Minsta Fashion means? Um, well, Minsta Fashion actually is broken down. Um, we uh, we brought three words together, Minnesota, Instagram, fashion. Mm-hmm. So it's Minsta Fashion. Um, it was born off of the public and um, Instagram. People like to take their selfies and their pictures and what they're wearing and outfit of the day and that kind of thing. So we did. We do have our five um, designers, uh, our designs on rotating platforms but it's more about what the public is wearing what mm-hmm. is your idea of fashion hmm. what is what is what what makes you feel good in your skin and what you're wearing what actually works not exactly. the couture of a parisian you know catwalk but what actually works and is wearable exactly i think that's a great idea because you know minnesota is not a fashion centric city you know partially it's the climate Whatever, but traditionally, when I first moved here, Mm -hmm. I learned very quickly that people tended to be suspicious of people who were who were dressing too well. It it seemed like a that has changed. I mean, you're referring to yourself, correct? Because you're a very good dresser. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred. I have more sport coats than most people have socks. I mean, you got you got layers on the day. <laughs> what is that? What is that a, a, car, a cardigan over uh, the button down with the suit and a pocket and square. a pocket square. It's a, the, I had an ascot on earlier, but uh, unfortunately, did it you really? Me. No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. I like layers. I don't know what it is. I like to have as many layers between me and the rest of the world as possible. Mm, that's fair. Something about it. That's fair. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But they're cotton layers today. Right. So a little a little warm. I change it up. Actually, didn't. It's weird. I don't get warm that much with the layers. Really? But, and, but cotton is not very breathable. Well, you know, mountain climbers will tell you cotton kills. Cotton will, 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 it offers total lack of insulation. Yeah. It, it's, it'll wick away heat to a great extent. Yeah. I'm a big fan of cotton. I like, I like cotton. Yeah. No, no, it's a natural fiber. It breathes. <laughs> so this radio show is pro-cotton. We're pro-cotton, and we aren't ashamed to admit it. We take the controversial positions, and we are pro-cotton. We're also pro-hemp, I suspect, but uh, that's a totally different discussion as well. So Minsta, the Minsta fashion, mm-hmm. what people actually wear as they're running through. Now, this is on the 7th. What's the date? of? Uh, it's on the 25th of this month of April. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be there, by the way. Yes. So listeners, if you'd like to meet... Gregory Rich. He's going to be there. <laughs> he was I am shimmed. forcing him to be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to going. Christina, my wife, is coming yeah. as well to this one. This season, um, we're actually upping our game because it's like, well, um, this Minsta Fashion is its ninth season. So we have to keep producing something better, something that's more new next. So this season, our theme is Fashion Circus. Okay, tell me more. Um, Fashion Circus was just came out this season too with spring, uh, Dior Spring Summer, mm-hmm. and we started playing this last year. So I'm like, okay, so we're along the lines of what's now in fashion, um, but we also want to do something a little bit more W, something a little bit more crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I didn't say crazy. I said bold. <laughs> <laughs> something tells me somebody just wrote a memo. Keep going. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, this season we got some live entertainment there too. We've got like uh, stilt walkers, snake whisperer, acrobats, some hoop and flag dancers, and a psychic. So we are really going like the vintage circus. Theme oh, I love that kind of feel to it. But all of the designs were um, they're circus inspired too. So it's like, what would if you were to take a Project Runway challenge? Mm-hmm. Your challenge is circus. Mm-hmm. Now make it now make it wearable. Oh my god. Interesting. Once again, I have a suspicion that that might be my opportunity to wear a cape. <laughs> there, yes. Yes, sir, you can. <laughs> and maybe a bullwhip. <laughs> and Just back to that. that. Out there. <laughs> 
Not, not all superheroes wear capes, though. <laughs> no, not all, but uh, all the good ones do. <laughs> um, <laughs> seriously, right? right? What are you, the Flash? You a fan of the Flash? No, no. Nobody ever picks the Flash. All right, no, that's going to be totally fun. I can't wait to go mm-hmm. to that one, and I will wear many, many layers uh, of one kind or another. I can probably come up with something good yeah. for, uh, for a circus event. What else? What about the, uh, the summer soiree? I love that name. I just enjoy saying the word soiree. It's kind of swanky, right? It's awesome. It's <laughs> yeah, the swanky it's, summer soiree. It's, all, it's also hard to spell. I always superimpose my two lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like entrepreneur. You ever have to spell entrepreneur? It's but, insane. Yeah, the summer soiree, that's happening over at Lemuridian Chambers. Um, we decided that because we are a French-inspired hotel that we would throw our summer party on Bastille Day. Oh, I love it. You know, I saw that there was ba- – I never put it together. You're right. Okay, mm-hmm. Bastille Day. Yeah, and quick, so. do you know what Bastille Day is? Uh, the – what was it like? The tearing down of like the Bastille, the, the prison? Pretty much, yes. It was the <laughs> Storming of the Bastille yeah. during the French Revolution, Revolution, marking the the official beginning, I guess, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But yeah, the summer. Um, so, are we storming anything? Can we storm something? Are we going to storm Wells Fargo or something? <laughs> uh, pretty pretty we're sure storm when, the this, city. when this That's airs, we're going to be coming out of a snowstorm. Yeah, so. pretty much. Oh God, don't even say <laughs> yes, it. Don't it. even. But this say is happening it. in July, so there, I was hope that there's not a snowstorm then. <laughs> Christmas in July, I'm moving to Mexico. <laughs> Count on nothing. <laughs> Count on nothing. <laughs> so the summer soiree. Sorry, after um, we stormed the after we've stormed the Bastille, what happens? Uh, we are celebrating the arts. Okay, because. Um, France and Paris, they're all, they're really well known about the arts. Um, that's one of the reasons why Limeridian has an unlock art program. Okay. Um, Limeridian Chambers, the one that's downtown Minneapolis, um, has an arts-centric feel to it. All the pieces of art that are in there are original pieces, they're all for sale. Um, it's that's something that we really love to celebrate, so let's not celebrate the arts, but the arts in its entire form. So we're going to have a silk performer. We're going to do live music. We're going to do a little fashion show. And our theme is going to be like white and gold. So, Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's totally cool. And is this going to be – and this is – I mean, what's the central physical – I mean, is it going to be on the second floor uh, coming through? We're still working out logistics because it is in July. But we're hoping that it's going to be out in the courtyard, um, inside the gallery. Okay. So that whole area that's right there. you got to do something Bastille storming related. You need some yeah. kind of... Let's not call it storm, because my luck, it'll actually rain that day. Oh, seriously. It'll be a storm. Seriously. <laughs> All right, we'll do this. Can I, can I, like, stand on something and wave a giant French flag? You can, sir. Can that be my job? Yes. That's <laughs> all I really want. We'll, we'll have you harnessed up in silks. And <laughs> <laughs> be wearing you do a little ascot. twirl down with the flag. <laughs> I'll definitely be wearing an ascot. Don't you worry at all. Smoking jacket time? <laughs> oh, my God. I love the smoking jackets. Dan, do you have a desire to wear a smoke? You have a desire to wear a smoking jacket. You don't think I already own a smoker's jacket? Do you own a smoking jacket? get out of here with that good talk. You. We're, we're going to be, we're actually doing a couple of events on the uh, the patio this summer with some cigar makers. And uh, I got I got deals worked out with uh, McKellen eventually down the road. So we'll, we'll bring in somebody cool. That's awesome. But we're, we're going to do some really nice, awesome cigars. We're going to be rolling them on, 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 the, on site. No kidding. I'm, I'm a cigar. Yeah. Virgin. I mean, whatever it takes. <laughs> he's a, I'm, he's I'm a good man to, who is committed. I love that. That's awesome. So that's going to be out on the website on uh, uh, for Mercy or something. Or Well, you'll be on the show. We'll be able to talk we'll about it. We'll just talk about it when it comes. I think it's great. The mix, the mix, the rolling of your own. You guys Seinfeld fans? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when uh, Kramer asked Jerry if he could take care of a couple Cubans that are going to be coming uh, the next day? <laughs> Assume they were cigars. Cuban guy show up to roll cigars in his apartment. <laughs> I love it. There's also, you know, speaking of cigars, just as an aside, um, what's the place in Eden Prairie, these guys? They also own their tobacco farm uh, down in Costa Rica, and they roll their own cigars. I need to get in touch with these guys because I have no idea who they, what you're talking about. I will put you in touch with yeah, them. They, that sounds amazing. They made some. They do some great cigars. They import directly themselves, so the prices are phenomenal, even yeah. with the massive taxes, but, you know, on a relative scale. Um, oh, God. All right. I will look yeah, it up, I, I and need, then I'll give them a shout I need to know. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they do great stuff. They do great stuff. Matthew, back to you as the as you know the, the center of, of everything that's going on. You have the W's Speaker Series coming up, don't you? Uh, yes. Um, so, like, what we were talking about earlier is like the what she said was part of the Speaker Series. Yeah. The Speaker Series in general. Tell me quickly what that is. Um, 
Well, the speaker series that we're coming up, that we're, we're coming out with next, is called Queer Me Out. It's okay. just like the... the <laughs> right? Sorry. That was funny. <laughs> it's just like the what she said, where it's prominent females or women in the in our community, in our, our city. This one is the prominent LGBT community. Okay. Um, what they had to overcome getting to where they're at. Um, so we'll have some performers. We'll have um, some people that are high in politics. Um, some people that... Uh, are leading the the city in the LGBT movement. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And what day is that? Um, that's coming up in May 30th. May 30th. At w- and a uh, few hundred people, and is this something you need to... Uh, I, normally, I'd be annoyed at the distraction, but I know it's going to result in a cocktail as yeah, Dan is filling up the ice. I love it. Um, <laughs> Matthew just slammed the last of his and, and Brett is passed out in the corner. I am, yeah. Here we are, one. <laughs> and you think doing a two-hour show is a good idea, Brett? Oh, yeah. I think that's a tremendous idea, yes. I think that would be the... That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's practically Queer Me Out. <laughs> so Queer Me Out's coming up May 30th, yes. you said. Mm-hmm. And is this open to the public? Is... Uh, all of our events are open to the public. All of our events that I do at both La Meridian and at W okay. are free to the public. So okay. except for Minsta Fashion, we do have a VIP experience for that, um, mm-hmm. which gives you a little bit extra. I mean, there's complimentary food and drink there, sips and bites. Mm-hmm. Um some more <laughs> flame went off in my ear over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> High pitched screaming is all part of the show. Um, no, it's uh, so you've got uh, uh, the tickets. And you can get tickets, by the way, for Mr. Fashion on Eventbrite. On Eventbrite, yeah. Okay, how much are the tickets? Um, for general admission, it's free. Okay. Um, for tickets for VIP, are seventy five dollars a ticket. Excellent. And you can also just reach directly out to Habitation if you're interested, just so we can know. Send me a quick email, Greg, at HabitationDesign.com. The other stuff, though, is all complimentary. Mm-hmm. And, again, just mark it down very quickly. How is there a repository of this information? How do people learn about this? Or do they go to individual sites? And so what are they? Um, they could follow us on Instagram or follow us on Facebook. Um, as All this stuff is going to be um, in our bio line. Okay. So, um, yeah, just follow the links. It's at WMinneapolis and at Lemuridian Chambers. Beautiful. All right. We're going to take one last break. When we come back, we got a few more questions and the Habitation Audio Log. Stick with us. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. I'd like to thank over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners for choosing Warner Stellion to be their appliance specialist. Now through April 15th, get our guaranteed lowest price on a KitchenAid or Bosch dishwasher, then save more with trusted free installation. Save hundreds on amazing lawn repairs by Whirlpool, smart refrigerators by Samsung, and beautiful kitchen suites by LG. Save on more brands and get the unmatched services you've come to expect. Through April 15th, during Warner Stellion's Customer Appreciation Sale. Hi, I'm Donna Minter, founder and executive director of the Minnesota Peacebuilding Leadership Institute. Please join us Wednesday, April 24th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Riverview Theater in Minneapolis for LunaFest, our women's film festival for community peacebuilding. We'll show eight internationally curated short films by, for, and about women. We'll raffle off seven baskets filled with thousands of dollars worth of gift cards, merchandise, and service vouchers. This year, Minneapolis City Council Vice President Andrea Jenkins will be our honorary LunaFest chairwoman. $25 gets you eight short films and festivities. 
$50 gets all of that and the after party at the Riverview Cafe. The best part is the proceeds benefit Minnesota Peacebuilding Leadership Institute programs and our Racial and Economic Equity Trainee Scholarship Fund. To learn more and purchase tickets, visit mnpeace.org and find LunaFest under events. That's mnpeace.org. See you there. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design Final Segment, music courtesy of Tito Puente. I'd love to. Dan, are you a fan of Tito Puente? Si. Uh, muy bien. Brett, you're a Tito Puente guy. Si. Uh, oh, I, I forgot the word for also, but yes. Tom Bien. <laughs> Tom Bien, <laughs> si, yes. <laughs> Matthew, I don't want to leave you out. You're going to say, are you a fan of Tito? It'd be sure. funny if you said, I hate Tito Puente. <laughs> oh, say nice. No, no mas. No mas. <laughs> No me gusta, no me gusta. But I drink Tito's vodka. (laughs) It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Uh, Tito Puente's cool. No one has ever said anything bad about Tito Puente, as far as I know. Not being a personal friend of Tito Puente. He's got a nice nice little group for him. I like it. I like it. And I would consider using that as my alias if ever I need one in a, you know, my name. Puente. Tito Puente. You're on the lamb. There it is. Oh, and this is why he was arrested three days later in Mankato. <laughs> he told everybody his alias. <laughs> All right, before we lose the opportunity, Mr. Newkirk, you have done some amazing things with the Mercy menu over the past week. Tell us about it. Well, we just launched our, our new menu. Uh, we have a lot of partnerships with different uh, spirit brands. Um, one of the one of the people we work directly with is uh, Beam Suntory. Uh, just so happens they have an amazing lineup. Uh, whether they're Sipsmith Gin, uh, but my favorite gin of the moment right now, which we'll we'll do on one of the next upcoming shows, is the the Roku Gin. Uh, six botanicals. Um, the Japanese have really nailed uh, what they're doing with spirit making, uh, and their water is refined. That's why their Japanese whiskeys, which are pretty much scotches, uh, are so much better than the things that have come before them because they've refined, they've innovated processes that have been uh, done for for hundreds of years. But they, they just have a they have a better way of doing things. That's amazing. I, I know nothing about the emerging Japanese spirit business. Well, you're going to know eventually. So apparently, well, oh, the Japanese. Well, good for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's top notch. Anybody who can make my booze better, I'm in support of. <laughs> High five! Right? <laughs> High five! Okay, so you've got the Roku stuff going on. Yep. And uh, and then have you changed the food around a little bit as well? Or just so what's really funny? So every Friday um, downstairs in the library bar, we do a rotating menu. And by rotating menu, uh, example being, like we did a, a peanut butter and jelly foie gras funnel cake. We we did. Uh, did you just say peanut butter and jelly foie gras? Yeah, damn right I did. Uh, then I also said that I'm also going to say. Do you say, put it together like an uncrustable with the foie gras on, in the on, middle? I'm not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> lobster lobster corn dog with the squid ink batter, so it's like black. Holy yeah, mm. hold on, I'm not done yet. Uh, then we did a uh, a, Kore- a Korean pancake uh, with shrimp. Wow, on fire! Interesting. I- I'd be more enthusiastic. I'm allergic to fish. I can't eat any seafood. We got we got more than just fish. I know you do. You've uh-huh. got great stuff. But that's not we really also did, we also did a pastrami crunch wrap supreme. A pas- what what provides the crunch? You ever been to you ever been to Taco Bell? I have. I like to. I run for the border. Well, the crunch wrap supreme. Uh, we just throw that bad boy in a cast iron skillet. <laughs> Yeah, with pastrami, house cured, house smoked pastrami. Seventy three dollars and forty two cents, <laughs> or fourteen. Oh, 14. Oh, oh that's, that's not bad that's at all. No, it's fantastic. Just wait. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Great food, great booze, great yeah. everything. We, we we got a lot of new things coming up, and we're uh, 
we're kicking ASS and taking names. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, can you bleep out the last S? That should confuse everyone and really <laughs> <Yeah>. save young <laughs> listeners. <laughs> right. All right. For the love of God, we have to do the Habitation audio log. It is long this week, uh, so I'm going to power through it. And I am seeing, well, I'm not going to say double, but one and a half. That's something accomplished. All right. We're going to do Habitation Audio Log Installment 31. For those who don't know, this is a view of small business through the prism of Habitation Furnishing and Design. Isn't that a great way of describing it? I'm stalling. Can you tell? It's rolling off your tongue. Right Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We're going to do it. You ready? Here we go. Habitation Audio Log Installment 31. Technology Upgrades. There was a time I loved technology. Twenty years ago, you could find me tapping away at my Palm Pilot 5, extolling the ability of technology to organize and index every aspect of our lives. Even as recently as four years ago, when I first opened Habitation, I was confident that technology could solve most of my anticipated retail challenges. Four years and endless accumulations of technologically inflicted wounds later, I have a different perspective. (laughs) I'm not going to say that I am anti-technology, but I do like to think that I've grown a good deal wiser regarding its ability to solve problems, and perhaps more importantly, I now understand technology's ability to create as many problems as it solves. That is to say, when evaluating a tech, I approach it with greater skepticism. My new mantra is not technology will solve our problems, but instead, will this technology add value, simplify processes, and produce a return that is greater than the time required to implement it, the disruption it will create, and the costs, overt and hidden, it will extract. So why am I talking about this now? Because the past couple of weeks have seen some substantial new upgrades at Habitation. To begin with, we launched our new website, though it's still a work in progress. The site is clean, simple, and attractive. We are not trying to do e-commerce. That isn't a part of our business plan. We are not trying to overwhelm the online browser with information. We are simply telling visitors who we are and what we do. We are, in a sense, giving a taste of habitation with the intention of incenting shoppers to visit us in person. The new site will be, I'm sure, a success. Part of the site, starting this week, will also include a new tech whiz bag, a virtual tour of our showroom. Our new friends at Inside Out Media have completed a three-dimensional scan of the space that allows visitors to walk through a virtual habitation from their own homes. While I worried a bit that this would reduce potential clients' willingness to physically visit the showroom, I ultimately concluded that when you've got a place as cool as habitation, you just got to flaunt it. So where does this leave us? Technology is a fickle mistress. She promises everything, but delivers only when it suits her. It is, quite simply, both a blessing and a curse if you are a small business. It is, in its best form, delivery to a promised land, and in its worst, get ready with the buzzer, a rabbit hole of non-productive f***ery. (sighs) That was a lot. Right? That was good. I decided to cut out like three paragraphs there, so I hope it makes sense. I just jumped right over it. But There was more. <laughs> the Insider Edition of Habitation, available for $20 a month, <laughs> will give you the excerpts overall. Now, technology is terrible. Mean, it's, it's crazy. When I first opened Habitation, I had tablets all over the showroom, and the concept was clients could pick it up and, and do searches online and then cast it to our TVs overall, and it was just a never-ending collection of problems. Mm-hmm. You just got to know what the limitations necessarily are. Hmm. We like it? Yep. Brett, you're a radio guy. You got like good to me. It made sense. Yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. General guest questions. Hmm. Mr. Matthew, everybody. <laughs> Gallabies. Really? Nobody joined me in Gallabies Reed? Nah. Kind of Let's thing. try it again. Ready? <laughs> One, two, kind three. Kind Matthew. Gallabies Reed. See, it feels good. You may ask me a question or two, depending on time. What can I, the host, answer? Um, well, because Fashion Week's coming up, it's going to question around fashion. I know Dan said earlier, you're a very sharp-dressed man. What does fashion mean to you? 
And what advice do you have to give to your listeners about what to wear in spring, summer 19? <laughs> Kulaks. <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay, so here's where I'm going to interject. Do not wear those. <laughs> it didn't go? It didn't work? No, it did not fly, sir. And I just took your fashion card away. <laughs> I like clothes. I do. I like clothes. I don't know what it is, but there's something. It's a combination between a couple of different things, one of which is it's like suiting up for the game. It It is. It's, you know, you're putting your, your armor on that is going to help you do battle in whatever vocation you particularly have. So, you know what? I just, maybe it's, maybe it's a, a weakness or something like that, but I gotta have the right clothes on to be able to do whatever it is I particularly want. Well, in, in a lot of situations though, like the way, the way you're dressed, uh, appropriately or not for any situation, people judge you based on, on how you look and how, how prepared, uh, you are or how, how well you match or how well you clash. I mean, to some extent, to another extent, it's like everybody has given up. I mean, it seems to be changing. I mean, the 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 trend is a little bit more towards taking care of yourself. Yes. But, you know, for a period of time, it was like if you bothered to dress well, people were suspicious of you because they assume that you know you're going to take advantage of them or something like that. It's not that way anymore. I I don't think so either. I mean, I remember I used to wear suits when I was when I was a headhunter 25 years ago and came to Minneapolis, and people looked at me like you know, you know, just just. Just distrustingly. Yeah. And it's not the case. You're not dressing to impress people. You're not dressing to try to say I'm better than you are or something like that. You're dressing to feel good. You're dressing to feel good. Yeah. And to another extent, it's also a sign of respect. Yeah. You know what? I mean, if I didn't care about you, yeah, I'd probably drag my butt down in my pajamas and my... Uh, Sweat. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Pajamas but I would be offended by that. Blazer. It's true. <laughs> so to me, fashion is a combination of expressing yourself and... Um, Showing respect to others. And the question can be answered easily on the other side. What advice? The answer is simply a sport coat. Everything looks better with a sport coat except shorts. Um, <laughs> ah, the fashion trend for spring, summer this year is sport coat GTFO. For decades, I have seen years and, and yep. years of people trying to make back. sports coats. Unless you're a Bahaman. It's the, the, the sport fit. Um, don't button the sport mm-hmm. coat. Well, well yeah. my belly is swollen to the size that I know buttons. I know buttons. <laughs> I know. I must. I, I don't have the buttons on my sport coats anymore either. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. There it is. We've drunk our way through another episode. On behalf of our new master of spirits, Dan Newkirk from Mercy in Minneapolis, and our good friend Matthew Gellis Reed. Thank you for tuning in to Drink in the Style, and we will catch you next week. For the wine.